Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel, a licensed esthetician and certified laser technician. And I'm Alita, a licensed esthetician and integrative health practitioner. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. club. Hello, guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. I am Alita. I am Rachel. We are currently Zooming right now because I live on the other side of town. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anyway, so we are recording this a little bit in advance because we will be going to Utah. And you guys will probably hear this right when we get back. So that'll be so fun. Um, I hope that we were able to meet a lot of you. But um, we are going to start off this episode with our weekly favorites, weekly updates, and a true or false. So, Rachel, what is your weekly favorite? Weekly favorite is... Okay, so my weekly favorite and weekly update kind of go hand in hand. But with my personal trainer, we started going to a new gym. Um, It's a private gym just for personal trainers where they can take their clients. And so it's this big, beautiful gym with, like, nobody in it. It's on Gilbert... No... No, not Gilbert Road. It's on Baseline. It's kind of by Gilbert and Baseline, a little more west of there. What's it called? I don't know. It's in some building. I honestly, like on the outside, I would never guess it was a gym. Like it almost looks like. Oh, wow. I don't know what it is, but it's beautiful. Sweet. So that's my weekly favorite update. And also, I just have to say, for another weekly favorite is the SD community. Like everyone is just so nice. I don't know why my heart is like extra warm today. <laughs> it just is. Everyone is so sweet. We get the sweetest messages on our podcast account just from estheticians saying how how helpful the podcast has been to them and just know that that means so much to us because that was our goal to to be a help because when we were fresh SDs, like we wanted something like this. And so we're just grateful. Yes. You guys, we love you so much. Honestly, the podcast has been so fun. And I feel like just as of recent, as it's gotten some more like engagement, it has just been, it's been a lot of work, but it's been a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. My weekly favorite, um, I think has to be, Okay. This is a little premature to say, but I've been really loving um, K18. It's like a hair care line that I've been trying out. And Kevin Murphy's another one that I tried out that I also really liked. So, Hello. yes, they've been so yummy. And I've been using Redken All Soft for mm, forever now. And I feel like just every now and again, kind of like skincare, I just need to switch things up a little bit. So I decided after like a year and some change to finally get something new because every time I go to like salon centric or Cosmoprof, I always buy like the liter bottles and they last me forever because I only wash my hair like once or twice, maybe a week. So Mm -hmm. it's just insane how long those things last. So I tried those and then I also just ordered the New Balance 530s. (gasps) (laughs) literally I had to scour the internet for those stupid things and I got ones they weren't like the exact coloring that I wanted and to be honest I want like a few different colors so it's fine I'll probably just accumulate a few more in the future but (laughs) the ones that I got are like black and white so I'm super excited and those should be here tomorrow oh the last thing that I've been loving is my primally pure deodorant and chapstick it's okay it's amazing it's clean it's super 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 clean and i have the blue tansy one and Ryder has the charcoal one and you guys like i make Ryder test all of these natural deodorants because i i'm not like a super stinky sweater and Ryder is so it has to like pass through Ryder in order for me to like officially give it a recommendation (laughs) and it passed the Ryder test so um, I actually, I'm, I have an affiliate code with them. I'll probably have it in like my links on Instagram. So you guys need to try it because it's so good. It's probably the best natural deodorant that I've ever tried. 
Ooh, okay. I need a try. Yes, you do. Um, okay, what is your weekly update? Um Well, I guess we'll be back from Utah, but I feel like just the gym change was my biggest thing and oh, maybe I should mention this on here. I I've I've told you about this, but I never mentioned it on the podcast. I am in my natural girl journey. Yay. <laughs> I I'm getting my IUD out. By the time this comes out, it'll already be out. Shut up. You scheduled it already? I scheduled it. Okay, what? I, oh my gosh, I didn't tell you. Okay, this is literally like I'm gonna I'm gonna get you like a birth present, like a push present. Like <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. Okay, what day is like the birth happening? <laughs> so she's coming out on Tuesday morning. Oh. Do you need help? I'm- Do you need anything? Um, you already got me some goods, so I'm good. (laughs) Do you want to tell them what you got? So when I got my IUD in, it was the most painful thing I've ever been through. I'm not being dramatic. I feel like I generally have a really good pain tolerance, but I about passed out from the pain. And so I've as I've been preparing to get it taken out, I've been just absolutely terrified. Like thinking about it, like makes me nauseous. Mm-hmm. Um, so my good pal Lita here got me some bowls. <laughs> <laughs> so that will help me hopefully feel better and just to relax because I'm stressed for it. I'm really hoping that those take the edge off for you. Me too. I like guys too. Like I am like, I've grown up like extreme rule follower in my home. I've like never partied. I've never like been high or anything. Like, and I know it's not a lot, but I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have some. It's so funny (laughs) to me. Okay. You have to let me know how it goes. I will. I'll let you know how that goes. So yeah, that's going to happen. That'll already happen when this episode comes out. And I also got off my anxiety medicine and I'm taking some like natural supplements to help with my anxiety. Is I'm it 5-HTP? On... No, I don't think so. It's called, I have little gummies called GABA gummies. And then I take two pills morning and night that are called L-theanine. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. So. Yay. Yeah. I'm so proud <laughs> of you. This is so awesome. What are your updates? Um, gosh, I have had sick baby in my house and she has been projectile vomiting and she has a stomach bug. And so it has just been so sad to see my little six month old, um, barfing all over the place. Um, so that's been going around in my family. Uh, I guess not in my family, just in Tommy. (laughs) And then let's see. Ooh. Okay. I ordered a sauna. And we're ordering a cold plunge um, just to have at our house for until just like, you know, future notice. Uh, But we are just so excited because we get to utilize the crap out of these things. And Ryder's like super stoked about it. So I'm super stoked. So hopefully by the time, uh, I guess like beginning of May is when they should be coming in. So, so excited. Get ready for all my um, in-home gym content. Oh my gosh. No, that's amazing. Are you going to keep it in your garage? Yeah. So we're like Ryder has completely like taken off essentially like the ceiling of our garage, like the roof. Um, so that he could put all of our storage up in the attic. And so now we have like a pull down thing in our garage that you can like walk up the stairs and like put boxes up there and stuff. So we're cleaning up the garage and we're just like making this our little sanctuary. We're going to like have our red light stuff. We're going to have our cold plunge or sauna and just all these really fun things. And, you know, I'm going to be in that freaking cold plunge all summer long because working out in my garage in the middle of summer is the worst thing ever. So I'm just going to honestly probably jump in my swimsuit get in the cold plunge and then force myself to warm up through working out because there's literally no way that I'm working out in my garage sweaty arse and all. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but that's super exciting. So yeah, I like just can't contain my excitement. 
just very exciting yes and i guess we'll have just gotten back from utah so we'll give more utah updates next week but um let's do our fun little true or false rachel do you want to share a true or false all right true or false is retinol an antioxidant okay answer true um it stops free radical damage um, generated by UV exposure from the environment. So, yes, it is an antioxidant. Amazing. Yay. <laughs> okay, so guys, today's episode <laughs> is going to be super fun. We wanted to do kind of like a little interviewing ourselves. You guys can get to know us a little bit more on the personal level. I guess like our weekly favorites and updates are kind of showing a little bit of like our personal lives, but we want to get a little bit uh, personal, I guess. want to get personal. Yeah. So we have a list of questions that we're just going to go back and we're going to kind of try to answer them rapid fire as much as possible. Um, but yeah, let's, let's do this, Rach. Okay. And these will be like top of my head because I've not looked at them yet. <laughs> <laughs> So let's see. Let me pull them up. Okay, Alita, where were you born? I was born in Mesa, Arizona. What about you? Salt Lake City, Utah. She's a Utah girly. Maybe that's why I have such a connection to Utah. Probably. Okay, what's your favorite skincare product and why? Alfred Clearing Serum for my skin because she's anti-aging and she helps my blackheads. I produce a lot of blackheads and I feel like that is the perfect combination for my personal skin concerns. So personally, skin clearing serum from Skin Better. Amazing. What about you? Um, Tone Smart. I just feel like the way she makes my skin glow and just the coverage is perfect and it makes it look like I tried. <laughs> To get ready. It is so funny. <laughs> um Okay, what was your family like? <laughs> this is a long answer. Long story short. Um my family it's complicated. Um Okay, let's just do a little cliff notes on Alita's life. Okay. Um so I was born August 9th of 1997. I'm a Leo. And when I was two years old, so I'm, I'm the youngest of six kids. There's one boy and then five girls. And so I'm the baby. And when I was two, my mom was diagnosed with stage three breast cancer and she battled it um, both holistically and also just the traditional way, but she had to travel out of the United States for cancer treatments because there was not really any cancer treatments during that time in the U.S. So she would go to South Africa with my dad for a few months uh, for treatments. And when I was eight, my mom passed. And when I was nine, my dad got remarried to a lady up in Utah. So then I moved up to Utah for a few years. And that lady particularly, um, she you know, I feel like she did the best with the knowledge that she had being like a new stepmom, but she had told my dad, I'll be happy the day Alita moves out, meaning she wanted my dad, but not all the baggage. So, um, my parents up there got a divorce. And at the time I wasn't super like, I don't know, like I didn't really feel super safe living at home. I developed a few eating disorders during that time and just really developed like really poor body image issues. And then when I was 13, I moved back to Arizona where I ended up going to Mountain View High School. And that's the year that I met my husband in a class. And by the end of my freshman year, my dad got remarried to a different lady down here, which she took us out to Queen Creek, which is like a 45 minute drive from where we were. And she told my dad that she didn't want to live in Mesa because that's where my dead mother was. And she didn't want to be compared to her. And she didn't like want that, you know, anyways. Which, <laughs> so, that part. Oh, yeah. So this lady ended up being very physically and mentally abusive. She was um, kind of crazy and going through her own SHIT. And, you know, it was a whole thing. And so I got kicked out in high school. I was not allowed to live at home for 
years and years and years. And then when I was 18, um, I ended up moving back in with my dad and then I got out of an abusive relationship and then I met my husband. So my life has been chaos, but now all my family has a fairly good relationship and all my siblings are kind of back together. I have an amazing stepmom who my dad married when I was 19 and we all lived happily ever after. I have amazing step siblings now and like truly like our family dynamic could not really be much better than it is right now. So my life has been crazy. My family dynamic has been all over the place, but um, I love my little family and I think what doesn't kill you make you stronger, you know? <laughs> no, for sure. And that breaks my heart. That's so hard, but I'm glad everything has worked out to how it is now for you. <laughs> Me too. Sorry, that was kind of a long-winded story, but it just goes to show not everyone has a normal family a lot of the time. <laughs> no, it's so true. So we all have our own shiz, you know? <laughs> I'm hugging you through the phone. I'm kissing you through the phone. <laughs> through Zoom. <laughs> okay, what is your family like? Uh, okay. Like growing so, up, what, what was it like growing up in the, in the Jolly household? In the Jolly, that's my maiden name. I, so I was born in Salt Lake in December 28th, 1998. I'm a Capricorn. I am the second of four. I have one older sister who currently still lives in Utah, but she's moving here to Arizona soon. And I'm so excited for that. Hey. We're Super close friends. We're 16 months apart in age and we're just besties. And we could not be more different. We are polar opposites in every ways, but we get along so well. So that's my sister. And then it's me. And then we have a five year gap and I have two younger brothers. So it's almost like we have my parents raised like two separate families because we have the two girls and then the two boys. So. After Utah, we lived in California for a little bit, and I remember living there. It was a lot of fun, but then when I was seven, we moved to where we are now in Arizona. So I consider Arizona home because I was raised here, and uh, no, I am very blessed um, to grow up with my family. I have a really good relationship with I'd say everyone in my family, um, my parents are my best friends. Um, I will not say like, I mean, like you mentioned before, like every family has their things. We definitely have our things, um, but I am very grateful. And I actually live with my parents right now, and it's great. My husband, Jason, and I, we live in their casita as He's in pilot school and I'm working and we're just saving up money and it's been really good. We, we have the best relationship. Um, what else do I want to say? When I turned 18, right after high school, I moved, that's when I moved to Utah and then I moved back in 2020 and that's when I met Jason and got married. Beautiful. Life is good. Yay. Love it. Okay, what is your best memory as a child? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, that's good. Do you have yours already? Um, I don't know if it's like my best, but it's one that just like came to my mind when I was happy as a kid. <laughs> Share yours, but um, so in my house growing up, we always had chickens. And so I just remember one time, I think it was my birthday, but we had a trampoline, we had chickens and it, I think it was my birthday party and my brother was like spraying the trampoline and you know how fun it is to like jump on the tramp when it's wet. Yeah. So he was like spraying it for like myself and all my friends and my sisters as we were jumping and then I got off and I was just like holding my chickens and I have a picture holding my chicken at my birthday party. I want to see it. <laughs> we need to post that on our Instagram. Okay. <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, I'm more not super fond of chickens now as an adult. They kind of scare me. Birds just in general kind of scare me more now. But anyways, what's your best memory? <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. 
Uh, wait, did it say best childhood memory? Yes. Just as a child, you're like a good memory, fond memory. Um, I would say living right on the beach. Oh, so nice. We lived right on the beach at one point and it was so freaking fun. We just walked downstairs and just go swim in the ocean. It was so much fun. That's so fun. I loved it. Okay. Next question. What hobbies or interests do you have? Hmm. Um, well, growing up, I danced. I danced from the time I was like two to the time that I was 18. And so I love dance. Or I, I guess I'm not very good at it. <laughs> um, but I also just love like working out, yoga, just being active is one of like my hobbies. Um, interests that I have, I do love reading. I love sewing. I love baking and gardening. I, um, I like, like being creative, but it's hard because I'm more of like, I like to draw and paint and do things like that. I don't like to do it as much like on my phone. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't feel as creative, like on socials, but I feel like I'm a fairly like creative person when it comes to like sewing and drawing and other things like that. And my other interests are all things health and wellness. Everything in that whole realm just intrigues me. And obviously skincare. <laughs> yes. <laughs> What's yours? I grew up swimming. I was a swimmer. I was a butterflyer. I loved it. Love it. Um, but I don't swim anymore. I was, I actually quit when I was a sophomore in high school because I just didn't take it seriously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I did enjoy it. But now I would say my hobbies, I love moving my body. Um, I love working with my personal trainer. I love Pilates. I like hiking. I just like to move my body. It's, I've found it to be really good for my mental health. And so that's become a big one for me. I also recently love reading just like you. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, I feel like reading also helps with my mental health. And I also love music. I've grown up loving music. I love the violin. Or not, not the violin. I actually hate it. I used to and I don't like it. Um, I love the piano and I love the guitar. Um, Music makes me happy. I don't play it as often as I used to, but I can play a little bit. And I like to paint things that are funny, like um, like little memes, I think, that are funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I actually really do enjoy making social media content. I have to be in the mood for it, but I really enjoy creating for skincare stuff. Love that. Yeah. Um, okay. How are you like your mother or father? I would say my dad and I are super similar in the way that we are both, when we're passionate about something, we are passionate about it. My dad, I've talked about him before. He is like my hype guy. If I have a business idea or for like the podcast or for makeup, if I have business idea for that, he is like right there and hypes me up and gives me all these ideas of how I can make it the best. And so he's very business minded. And so I, I feel like we're both very passionate and then I'd say I'm like my mom because she, I guess kind of the way, cause she's taught me to be more this way, to, to express how I'm feeling and to talk things through and to be empathetic. And I think I'm naturally that way already, but my mom is super empathetic. She's very understanding and she's non-judgmental at all. And that's one of the reasons she's one of my best friends is because I feel so comfortable talking to her. And I feel like we have that in common. Yeah. What about you? I would say I'm like my dad in the sense of I run high stressed. 
and I'm very like, um, like a go do it kind of person. Like if I say I'm going to do it, I do it. And I don't stop until it's done. My brain does not stop until it's done kind of thing. Um, and then I would say that I am like my mom in the sense of like, I listen. I want to, I want to say I'm a good listener. Um, and I forgive very easily, which I know that she did that a lot. So I would say probably those two. And I think I am kind of resilient. Like my mom, okay, this is (laughs) something like, I guess this is what reminds me of that. But, um, so when my mom was battling with cancer, I was like six, seven, eight years old, like when this had happened. And I guess, so, I mean, I knew the outcome, but I don't think I understood really like the capacity of like what was happening or like what my life would look like without her. But I guess I don't remember saying this, but my dad told me that I told my mom that like, just like, even as a little, little kid, I told her like, oh, it's okay, mom. Like you can go, like, I'll take care of myself. Like I'll be okay. And like, I'll take care of myself, the family, like it's okay. So I just, yeah, I feel like I'm a fairly resilient person. I've been through a lot of things and just keep going. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Okay. Next question. What was your first job? Um, my first job, I was a dance teacher. Well, yeah, I feel like that's like my first real job was a dance teacher. Really? When was that? Um, I was a sophomore in high school and I was teaching tumbling and I taught jazz and ballet and hip hop and I taught a class for kids that had special needs. Oh, it was so fun. <laughs> I love that. I didn't know that. Yeah. What was your first job? I was a nanny. I watched a family of three kids and they're adorable. I miss them. But that was when I lived in Utah. That's so cute. Okay. How did you meet your spouse? So Jason, my husband, was working for my uncle's plumbing business. And when I had moved from Utah to Arizona to start my own skin business here. My uncle told me about him and then Jason and I ended up officially meeting at a party and we just hit it off right away and started going on dates and we got married that same year. (laughs) Hit it off really quick, but yeah, my uncle set us up. Love it. Okay. My husband and I met, um, in seminary in high school. We just had a class together, but didn't end up reconnecting until after I graduated and we met in singles ward. (laughs) Cute. What did you use before professional skincare? I think I used, oh, I know. Okay. I used um, first aid from Sephora. Oh, okay. First aid beauty. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, I used a lot of that. And function, not function, what is it called? Um, it's, oh, it's it's another one that's at like Ulta and Sephora. Oh, I can't remember, but yeah, I'll find it. <laughs> What'd you use? I was a Neutrogena hoe until... Oh. Esthetician. <laughs> Once I started being an esthetician, she got me on Obagi skincare when I was in high school. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. What is your favorite treatment to receive? Hydrofacial for sure. Me too. What is your end goal as an esthetician? Um, I think my end goal is to... I don't know. I kind of want to just reach the the health side of estheticians and just connect with them and change people's lives and teach them so much 
like I guess about skin and health and how all of it intertwines and I feel like that's my life mission as an esthetician right now is just to get the word out that it comes from both ends. <laughs> yeah. And you're doing such a job at it. Thank you. What's your goal? My goal is to just keep doing what I'm doing. I am so happy working at Revive. I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. When I first moved to, so I lived in Utah after high school, then I moved back to Arizona. I started my own business in Arizona, but that was never my end goal. My end goal was actually to work at Revive. Like Revive was my dream before I even lived in the same state. Um, I just admired my boss, Marky, so much. And so I just did my own thing until I applied and got the job. So I am so happy and so content where I'm at. So I just plan on continuing to grow my clientele and hopefully keep changing people's lives. I love what we do as estheticians. It's so rewarding. And I, I just, I love it. I'm so grateful to have a job where we are healers. So yes. I just can, I plan to keep doing what I'm doing. Amazing. I love that. Um, okay. What makes you laugh? <laughs> My husband. <laughs> <laughs> he is the funniest person. If I have a bad day, he knows how to make me laugh. And I just, I, I adore him for that. Love that. I would say the same. My husband and my kids, they just like, I don't know. They always make me laugh for some reason. <laughs> I love it. What challenge did you have growing up? Um, Growing up, I feel like I always really struggle with body image. And yeah, I feel like that was like one of my bigger, bigger challenges. I was like very obsessed with like food and working out and just trying to navigate like where I fit in because I felt like especially like early 2000s like the beauty standard was skin and bones and so I feel like I mean that's just genetically not me like I've never been a super super thin person and so yeah growing up that was always kind of a struggle for me and then especially like in high school I mean I was a power lifter in high school (laughs) (laughs) and I did like shot and disc and I did track and I did dance and so I just I had I've always had just like thick thighs and that was always really hard because everyone else was just like super petite it seemed and I never really felt like I don't know I really had a place and I remember even like my boyfriends would tell me like that I was big or like I'd be compared to like their exes or I'd be bigger than my boyfriends and people would like make comments about that. And I mean, I was really strong though. Like I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't really like, I guess technically BMI skill. I was overweight, but I mean, I didn't really, I didn't really look like it, but, um, anyways, I guess that that's always just kind of something that I struggled with probably up until, gosh, probably up until I got married. Once I got married, it kind of just went out the window. Yeah. No, that is so hard. The, the beauty standard, like from 2000, wrecked so many people yeah. in, a, in this day and age with everything shoved in our faces. Like, we're not meant to see as much information on a day to day basis as we're seeing through TikTok and Instagram. And mm-hmm. so, just breaks for anyone struggling with that. And it makes me so, so mad that those guys would say things to you because let me tell you, I am a reserved person. I think I'm sweet, but oh my gosh, something overtakes my body when someone is mean to people I love and I don't have a filter. So if only I could go back and say things. I wish I had you seriously. (laughs) But I'm glad you're good. What was, what was something that you struggled with? Um, I'd say my biggest thing was social anxiety. I, I'm not going to cry. I'm not. (laughs) Um, I don't think I've ever talked about this on the podcast before. Um, I got bullied so bad 
like so, so bad when I was in junior high. Um, I don't know if it's just cause like I was quiet and I was an easy target, but like, I would like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying not to be emotional, but I would like go eat lunch, like in the bathroom stalls or the libraries just to avoid people because, um, people, you know, people are, kids are mean. They point and laugh. Um, I got spit on, um, Kids are just mean and purposely would talk about things and then not invite you, you know, like mm-hmm. I think a lot of kids, I think a lot of people go through bullying to some extent and it just breaks my heart. And so like when I hear it, it's just such a tender spot. And so I think like having social anxiety, like, and then that experience has just kind of made it hard for me to open up to a bunch mm-hmm. of people, I guess. And so I think like having this podcast has honestly helped a ton. Um, so I feel like I'm so much better than I am now. And like you guys, Alita has seen it. Alita has seen me when I'm just get so stressed. And it's like, when I feel anxious, it's not just that like my mind is freaking out. Like, yes, it is. But I mean, my palms start sweating. I start getting really bad dry mouth my head starts to hurt, um, all these physical symptoms. And it's like, you want to speak up and you want to participate in conversation, but it's like, anyone with anxiety knows it's like, there's a mental block. Like you just can't get words out. It's the weirdest thing. However, I have definitely gotten better. And yeah, I think that's probably the most challenging thing I've had since growing up. Yeah. That's, oh, well, you're doing so well. And I'm just so proud of you for all of like the actions that you're taking and like the work that you're doing, especially now as you continue to grow and learn and just your capacity is expanding. And I see that. And I hope that you're so proud of yourself because you're doing so much. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. I love you. Um, Okay. I don't even know where we are now. Where are we? Yes. I'm lost. Favorite treatment. What's your favorite treatment? Ooh, um, my favorite treatment to give is the CO2 Cool Peel Laser. What about you? I would say mine is probably uh, either microneedling or hydrofacial. I just love both of them. There's a reason they're my they're like my number one services. Number one and two is because they're my favorite. <laughs> They're so good. I want to see you for a Caravive hair. Oh my gosh. Let's do that ASAP, please. I need it. You'll get a lot of good stuff out. Do you want to try to do it before we go to Utah? Wait, maybe. We'll we'll look at our schedules schedules after the call. Okay. Okay. Next question. What did you dream of doing when you were younger? Ooh, when I was younger... Okay. My dream was either to be a dance teacher or a nutritionist because my mom wanted to be a nutritionist and had six kids, never ended up going to school and didn't really know English very well. So I, I think always like I wanted to kind of fulfill that for her and like do nutrition. And so I definitely feel like I'm kind of in that role now. And my other one was to be a mom. And I definitely, I don't know if I was like one of those little kids that was like always just like, you know, dying to be a mom. Like, I don't know. I've always kind of been more career driven, I think, because I grew up with a single dad. And so I think that that's kind of always been my mentality is just like provide for my family. So I would say though, like one of my favorite things though, that I can look back and remember thinking in high school, like, oh, I just can't wait for when Marie and I like one of my best friends to have our kids and like play with our kids together because we literally do that like almost every single day that I have off now that we both like have kids together and it's just like one of my favorite things is because I can I can remember being in high school and us talking about like oh and we have like our future kids and now we're here so that's always so fun like as you keep growing up just seeing more things unfold that you manifested (laughs) such a full circle moment yeah so that's always been super fun I love seeing pictures of Tommy and her baby together. They're so cute. 
they're so funny together and oh i just i love them um okay what is what is your dream when you were growing up or younger i wanted to be on disney channel not gonna lie <laughs> she wanted to throw that wand around oh yeah you're I watching up- disney channel oh yeah do you want to hear it since a kid i had my whole spiel laid out tell us I, right now you know how, so you know how they could have like different colors like some of the, like them with the wands would do pink or blue or yes. green and i thought i want mine to be so cool i would want it to be like a rainbow spiral oh of gosh. like like i had it all laid out <laughs> <laughs> i want to be on disney channel but realistically like as i got older and I was doing lots of makeup. My goal was to move to Los Angeles and try to make my way up in the film industry. And I actually toured a school my senior year of high school. I went to L.A. and I toured. It's called Mud. And um, I actually I know a celebrity makeup artist. And she said that's where all of like all of like most of the people who are very successful go there. So I did not know you I did that. Yeah. Yeah. So I went and toured the school and I wanted to do it so, so badly, but something in my heart was telling me to go to Provo, Utah, literally polar opposites. That's so funny. So I did end up going to Provo, Utah, and it ended up obviously working out for the best. But yeah, if I did that, my life would probably look a lot different right now, which is crazy. Oh my gosh. You probably like have like your own line by now. Wait, that is so interesting. Um, okay, that just reminded me. So, I was doing yoga the other day, and Ryder was doing it with me. And I was like, "Did you know that I toured a yoga school because I was going to be a yoga instructor?" A yoga instructor. He's like, "What? No." I was like, "Yeah, no. I went to um, I think it's called Nima, or it's like Sweena's sister school, and it's um, nor northwest." institute of healing arts or something well whatever acronym that niha wait (laughs) i can remember what it was called but something like that that's so cool yeah or sweeha wait yeah sweeha it's (laughs) sweeha so it's southwest institute of healing i'm like i'm not in the freaking north no it's so it's southwest healing or southwest institute of healing arts and i toured it with my dad and this was before i went on my mission but i thought like oh if i go on my mission i can like practice yoga my whole mission not have to worry about workouts whatever and my dream was literally to be a yoga instructor when i was like fresh out of high school and so i toured it and (laughs) The guy at the front desk that like greeted us literally like dreads barefoot was like, hello, welcome to Sweeha and was like, come follow me. And like we like started following him through like some dark tunnel like hallways and we were like looking in each classroom and like there was like people on their heads, people meditating, people just like laying on the floor. My dad's like, you are not coming here. And I'm like, please dad. And it like (laughs) just smelled like essential oils and herbs. And I was just like, I am so here for it. And my dad's like, I am not paying $15,000 for you to do this stuff. (laughs) I'm like, oh, dang. Anyways, that was funny. Okay. I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah. Kind of unlocked a memory. I forgot about that. Okay, so let's see. Next one is, what are you most proud of? Oh, that's a good one. I feel like I could go in a bunch of different directions. I'd say, like, on paper, I'm really proud of myself for grinding out all of my education really young. I'm very blessed that I knew what I wanted to do at a young age. I know that's not how it is for everyone. And I don't think there's a right or wrong, but I'm proud of myself for grinding it out. Cause I finished high school, cosmetology school, anesthetician school, um, all in 2017. And so I guess on paper, I'm really proud of myself for just grinding it out. I was doing extra hours so I could be done with everything early. And so I guess on paper, I'm really proud of that. But I guess on a more meaningful note, I'm just, I'm, I'm proud of myself for just being where I am and being very content with where I am. I'm, I guess that's the word I want to say. I'm proud of 
being content with, I have an amazing husband. I here with my family. I'm very content with where I'm at. And I guess I'm just proud of myself for not comparing, I guess, you know, I think it's hard to, I'm not saying I don't compare at all, but I feel like I've kind of gotten past that point of wishing like, Oh, I wish I was here. I wish I was here. Of course, like we're all going to have our days, but I feel like I don't kill myself over things like I used to. Mm -hmm. Like I'm very at peace, like with myself is, I guess what I'm trying to say. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, I think that I'm very proud of myself for, I guess, just like continuing trying my best, like despite a lot of crap that I have gone through, like I have every right to not trust anyone and to really like go in a shell and be a completely different person than who I am. And I just, I'm very proud of the work that I've put in to become the person that I am. And I know I still have like so much growing to do, but I'm very proud of where I am because I'm, I value integrity a lot and I'm the kind of person that like I do what I'll say I'll do. Like I, I show up when I say I'm going to show up and you know, I just, I, I like that I've come to a point that I'm a very like trustworthy person and I'm very content with who I am, which I don't feel like I've really been that way. Like, I guess I've never loved myself as much as I do now. And it's taken me a long time to get here. And I do think that getting married to someone who respects the H-E double hockey sticks out of me and having two beautiful girls that I need to show up for every day and just try my hardest to set the best example for them. I'm just really proud that like I'm willing to, I guess be in these relationships and do what I'm doing as a wife and a mom. And also starting, starting a business has been so like out of left field for me. This is not something I ever thought that I would do, but I'm so proud of myself for following, I guess, just what feels right and not, not doing it because of fear of risk or embarrassment, which is something like I have not taken so many risks in, in fear of embarrassment. Um, so yeah, I'm just really proud of just where I, where I'm at with myself and emotionally and the work that I'm putting into still growing and learning. I'm proud of you too. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) If you could change one thing, what would it be? My nose. (laughs) (laughs) I'll trade you nose. <laughs> Seriously, yes, please. Like, ugh, I I need a new nose. I want your nose. <laughs> no, I get it. I want a nose job too. <laughs> but I guess if I could actually change one thing in the world, I think it would be um our <laughs> this sounds so dumb. Um, but I wanna say like our school system. Like that's so out of my reach. Um, but I wish that our schools cared more about education and about individuality. And there's a lot of things that I just wish were better in the school system so that I felt confident enough to send my kids to school. You know what? I (laughs) agree with you 100%. I've always felt that way. Like you can't teach a fish to climb a tree. Every child learns so differently. And so, yeah, no, I completely agree with that. So random, but very passionate about this topic. <laughs> okay. Um, if I could change yeah, what one, you change? what would I change? Um, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of things I'd like to change. I just can't think right now. <laughs> We'll sk- I'll skip this one. Well, my number two, I have a number two. Oh, let's hear it. Do <laughs> it for me. How freaking hot it gets in Arizona in the summer. Like, turn it down 20 degrees, and I'm very content. I wish it was oh. like high 90s in the summer. Oh my gosh. Not 130 yeah. in an oven. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hot. <laughs> okay. Our very last question is this you? What makes you happy? <sighs> um, a lot.
lot of things make me happy. Um, my number one would be my little family. Like truly there's no joy, like having your own little family and being in a good place and having a good life. But yeah. What's yours? What makes you happy? I'd say the simple things, the simple things make me happy. Sunsets make me so happy. Sticking my bare feet in grass, going on walks. When I go outside and like keep my phone in the other room, I feel happiest. And so I would say just like the simple things, being around family, going outside, going on walks, looking at sunsets. Amazing. So good. (sighs) Well, this was so fun. I think we should do this like maybe quarterly or biannually. Just like a little get to know us segment. Um, Yeah, but we're just two gals podcasting behind some microphones. But we really do appreciate you guys for listening every week, showing up for us. And we really just appreciate you guys like to the moon and back. And we can't wait to meet you. If you're going to IECSE Vegas, we will see you guys there. That is approaching here so quickly. And, oh, let's do a little update on the sweat set situation. Oh, yes. We got delayed. There are a few things out of our control, but we emailed everybody and we're just waiting for everybody to get back to us. And as soon as we get all of the emails, we'll place the order for the sweat sets. We'll get them shipped to our printer and then we will ship them out to you guys. So we are in the process. Thank you for being patient with us. We're just two gals trying Mm. to make a bunch of sweat sets, but it is very exciting to me that so many of you signed up for this course. Um, I want to hear how you guys are all liking it. Yes. Oh my gosh. Please update us. But that's all we have for today's episode, guys. And We are just so grateful for you. We love you. And we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love to hear from you. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Skin Club Podcast. Feel free to message us for recommendations on future episodes and let us know what you would like to hear on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening.